0: every game every team every angle locked on game to game your team every day
1: welcome in everyone to game to game sec edition i'm jordan black we have a great show with all the action from week 11 of the college football season ninth ranked alabama and 11th ranked ole miss the only ranked matchup this week with the sixth-ranked Tennessee Volunteers looking to rebound against Mizzou. After their loss to Georgia, the Bulldogs enjoying their number one rank in the nation, looking to continue that success visiting Mississippi State. Plus, Vanderbilt still looking for their first SEC win of the season against Kentucky. Seventh-ranked LSU looking for a fifth straight, taking on Arkansas in the Battle of the Boot. South Carolina traveling to Gainesville to take on the Gators. But let's begin it all with Alabama as the Tide look to bounce back after that heartbreaker in Death Valley. Alabama's national title hopes may be soured, but the Crimson Tide aiming to turn it around against a great Ole Miss team. The Rebels' only loss of the year also came at the hands of LSU. But Ole Miss rebounded last week in a 31-28 dub over Texas A&M, both teams fighting in the SEC West behind LSU, for a chance at the SEC title game. And with only a few weeks left, this may be the most crucial remaining game on both schedules. And here's Locked On Ole Miss host Stephen Willis with the Rebel recap.
2: With under a minute to go, Ole Miss had a ball in the air to the end zone to win the game. The Rebels were unable to complete that, but I think everything is going to be okay with those guys. Hi, I'm Stephen Willis with Locked On Ole Miss. And... You know, the big thing that stands out is Nick Saban in the second half completely changed their personality. Jameer Gibbs didn't even play in the second half. Ole Miss's defense played pretty well for as long as they could. But in the second half, it was Alabama going back to the identity that honestly they were built on in the past. And that proved to be all the difference. Jackson Dart was just unable to do it. Um, Quinshawn Judkins is going to be special. But overall, this team looks like it's going to be doing a bowl game in Florida. Anyway. For more information, check out the Lockdown on Miss podcast. Your team every day.
1: Fifth ranked Tennessee entered Saturday disappointed in his 27 13 loss of all suffered to Georgia. Hennon Hooker didn't look like himself last week, throwing for 119 yards and one interception against the top ranked Bulldogs. Mizzou also coming off a loss to Kentucky and knew that it would be an uphill battle to stay in the game with one of the country's top teams and top team dominating. Tennessee dismantling the Tigers, sixty-six to twenty-four. Hennan Hooker returning to Heisman form, throwing for three hundred fifty-five yards and three touchdowns. Locked on Balls host Eric Kane has the post-game reaction from Knoxville.
3: Well, Tennessee dominates Missouri, sixty-six to twenty-four. The final score, a program record, seven hundred and twenty-four yards of total offense. The first time since two thousand and seven that Tennessee has won nine games in the regular season. Tennessee left no doubt when trying to get some style points and continue its push towards the college football playoffs. 66-24, to a win over Missouri. Uh, a win over Missouri with a defense that was number 11 in the country entering the day. Uh, Josh Heupel was throwing till the very end, albeit Joe Milton was in the football game at the end. But Dylan Sampson, a nice little emergence at the tailback position, and of course Hendon Hooker, four total touchdowns on the day, throwing for 355 yards. It wasn't perfect all game defensively. It was a close ball game uh, in the third quarter, but Tennessee scored 38 unanswered to leave no doubt in a 66-24 win over Missouri. Check locked on Falls all week long for continual coverage. Tennessee is nine and one on the season and five and one in SEC play.
1: Locked on Mizzou's John Miller has the Tigers side for us.
3: After Missouri
4: cut the Tennessee lead to 28-24, Well, the game was all over. It seemed like Missouri had enough offense on the back of some explosive plays, but the Missouri defense, well, Tennessee found its advantage, and that was against the Missouri safeties in particular in the passing game, and, well, Missouri was forced to adjust to that, and that opened up the running game. Frankly, the Vols were just too much. It's as simple as that. So I'm John Miller with the Locked on Mizzou podcast, Check me out, LockedOnMizzou.com to find your links to YouTube, Odyssey, or wherever you get your podcasts. Missouri never quit, but they just weren't quite game enough here. Unfortunately, the Missouri defense couldn't quite match up with the Vols, obviously, so we'll have more for you on Monday right here, LockedOnMizzou.com
1: support us by supporting our sponsors with fast protect technology exclusively from simply safe 24/ 7 monitoring agents capture evidence to accurately verify a threat for faster police response there's no safe like simply safe visit simplysafe.com locked on college to learn more South Carolina in the swamp to take on the gators the gamecocks sitting third in the SEC east and looking to stay the course as the season winds down Saturday facing a Florida team with an offense that is showing up as of late. If South Carolina was going to win this, they would first have to deal with Florida's run game, led by sophomore Montrell Johnson Jr., and find ways to score early and often to keep pace with the orange and blue. Locked on Gamecocks, Andrew Lyon breaks down the game from Columbia.
5: Well,
6: Gamecock fans, really not a whole lot to it with this reaction. Uh, South Carolina just flat out got manhandled by Florida today. No getting around it. This is Andrew Lyon of the Locked On Gamecocks podcast, checking in with all of you. If you can't hear, it's currently raining outside right now, and honestly, uh, this weather perfectly describes South Carolina's performance today. Dreary, gloomy, melancholy. I mean, about every adjective that you could throw out there, um, that's, that's how they played today. Offensively, had nothing going. Marshawn Lloyd's absence clearly played a big role in this contest. The play calling, quite honestly, was very uninspiring at a lot of points in this game. And I'll dive into that more on my reaction show on Monday. And uh, defensively, this defense, the rush defense issues are real serious with this team. I I don't know what it's going to take. I think, quite honestly, you might have to start looking at some of these backups, honestly, that haven't been playing as much this season because something's got to change. This rush defense, misfitting gaps, missing tackles. You can't do that against a team that's as talented as Florida. And that's why you lose a game like this, thirty-eight to six, a blowout loss, a bad, bad loss to a first-year coaching staff in Gainesville. So South Carolina's got a ton of introspection, self-introspection. They're going to need to do this next week, to say the least. This is Andrew Lyon, the Locked On Gamecocks podcast, covering your South Carolina
7: Gamecocks every day.
1: Locked On Gator host Brandon Olson goes into Florida's efforts.
7: The Florida Gators are officially. Bowl eligible after a dominant victory over the South Carolina Gamecocks. This is a defense that has now not allowed a score in six straight quarters. South Carolina's only score this game was a touchdown on a fake punt. So special teams, Beamer ball, you know how it is. But Florida Gators running game, absolutely dominant defense, dominant. This is a team that is hitting on all cylinders right now. And their only four losses were to pretty good teams at the time, Kentucky. Yikes. But Florida Gators, bowl eligible, still got Vanderbilt next week, still have Florida State to wrap up the regular season. But they will be playing in a bowl game. We'll see what it is. Billy Napier, Anthony Richardson, Montreal Johnson, Trevor Etienne, this entire defense dominating performance.
1: Ending the night with two teams whose fans are looking for just about anything to smile about. Both the a and Aggies and the Auburn Tigers entered Saturday having dropped their last five games. AM coming off that 41-24 loss to Florida, while Auburn found a close one to Mississippi State. In a game where both teams look to grab a win that has eluded them for over a month, the table was set for a highly competitive fight. Walked on Aggies host Joey Ix has the breakdown for AM.
0: The Aggies take another extremely embarrassing loss on Saturday night, losing 13-10 to to the Auburn Tigers. What's up, guys? This is Joey Ix of Locked On Aggies. And like I said, the Aggies just lost 13-10 to to the Auburn Tigers in another absolutely embarrassing game for the Aggies offense. Freshman quarterback Connor Wegman did get the start, but looked like a true freshman in this game. With Devon A. chain out, and for some reason that we have yet to learn the reasoning, Moose Muhammad playing – No snaps at all, even though he was dressed out on the sideline. The A&M offense could not muster anything for three quarters. Had negative net yardage in the third quarter. Zero points through three quarters. Did finally get a field goal off of a turnover and a touchdown late in the game in the last three minutes of the game to make the game look much closer than it was. But Auburn really dominated this game in all three phases. Congratulations to Cadillac Williams. We're going to analyze this game. All week, leading up to the UMass game. Thanks, guys. Join us this week for more Locked
5: on Aggies.
1: And Locked on Auburn. Zach Blackerby has the Tiger tail.
5: The Auburn Tigers pick up another win on the season, this time to the Texas A&M Aggies. I'm Zach Blackerby, host of Locked on Auburn. Sure, Auburn won 13-10 in what wasn't a very pretty game to watch, especially on offense. If you like punts, This was the game for you, but the storyline was about off-the-field stuff. Cadillac, Williams, what was this team going to look like with their second game under the interim head coach? And boy, did they deliver. The energy was absolutely infectious, and the Auburn fan base absolutely responded. It's going to be fun to see what this team does moving forward against Western Kentucky, and then they go to Tuscaloosa for the Iron Bowl. That team seems more beatable now than they have in the last few years. We'll be talking about it every single step of the way, every day on Locked On Auburn, your team every day.
1: That brings us to the end of another wild week in the SEC. With seeding in the conference and the college football playoffs so close, there is no room for error. With every win and loss, the Locked On Network's local experts will be here to break it down for you each and every week. Thanks for tuning in this week. I'm Jordan Black. We'll see you here next time right here on Game to Game SEC.